0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Content Creators College. My name is Jim Parsons. This episode is going to focus a little bit on Instagram. We're going to bring in somebody for an interview who has done a very good job of growing his channel. It's called Puck Empire. He's got a few empire channels that have spawned off of this. It's about NHL hockey. He's got 116,000 followers on NHL now. Uh, On Instagram, he's using this uh, to get sponsorship ads. He's created a website and a YouTube page out of all of this and he's now doing this full-time. In fact, he's thinking about not finishing off a university degree because this is doing so well for him. So we're going to have Panos from Puck Empire on this episode to talk about Instagram, what to do, how he did it, his story, everything like that. I will caution you that this story is not necessarily going to apply to everybody there are things you want to be cautious of there are tips you're going to want to follow and take here uh, some advice that you might want to use for yourself and other things that you might want to say no that doesn't really apply to me not everybody's story on instagram is going to be the same there are rules and restrictions about copyrights we get into that a little bit and it's something that you want to keep in mind as you listen to all of this but this episode is all about creating content on instagram things you can do uh Platforms that they give you, options that they give you for collaboration, and tabs in Instagram that work really well. So we hope that you enjoy. I hope that you enjoy. This has been another edition of Content Creators College. The lesson today is how to use Instagram to grow your platform, to scale your Instagram page, and what to do if you're looking to use this social media platform uh, to better your content creation. So hope that you enjoy. Please don't forget, subscribe, download, share this with other people. Uh, Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy this episode. Hey there, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to another edition of Content Creators College. My name is Jim Parsons uh, from the Hockey Raiders from NHL Trade Talk from uh, equinox sound entertainment we've got a special guest on with us today he's going to be talking all about instagram and how you can use instagram to really further a message grow it scale it um you know make some money with it all that stuff uh panos is here from puck empire now he's got a couple other channels as well but the Puck empire channel for him on instagram has really exploded over the last couple of years and so we're going to chat with him a little bit about uh, how that's happened and his story and everything like that uh, panos how you doing i'm doing good Good. I appreciate you coming on here to talk about this because uh, Instagram is a thing for a lot of people. They are content creators. They love writing. They love producing. And Instagram is a major way that they can get their message out there, that they can market themselves and promote what they're doing. But some struggle to get uh, Instagram to really take off for them. And you have really exploded your Puck Empire channel. Can you tell me a little bit about how that started? Like, where did you decide, Okay, I'm going to start doing things on Instagram. Uh, Were you writing first? Were you starting on Instagram? Like, what's your story there?
1: So I actually joined the NHL Instagram community back in 2017, actually. Uh, Not as Puck Empire at first. I just had some NHL pages. Um, And then back then, Instagram was really heavy on copyright issues. So they actually would ban a lot of NHL accounts. So my first one got banned. And then I came back as a Pittsburgh Penguins account uh, because I was actually a Pittsburgh Penguins fan growing up. Um, So I ran that for a bit, I wrote a little bit for websites, and then that got deleted as well for copyright again. Um, And then I was like, you know what, I just I was kind of getting bored of that one anyways, and I kind of wanted to have a whole NHL page. So I decided why not just make an NHL page about everything. And at first, it was just kind of analysis, like I was just giving my opinions, but then I kind of moved towards like the news part of it as well. Uh, Back in grade, uh, start of grade 11, actually.
0: Okay. So how long have you have you been at this now? Like Instagram, some people think it's really quick, but it takes time, right? How long have you been doing this?
1: Yeah, Puck Empire began in September 2019. So just over three years of Puck Empire.
0: Okay. And so I'll get to some other stuff first, but you brought up a very interesting point because you said you had two accounts that were taken down for copyright issues. So is that something that you have found to be a struggle? Was that just specifically in relation to the NHL? Is that something that Instagram really watches closely on basically any niche or industry? How does that work?
1: Well, it was also years ago. So they still kind of are heavy on copyright, uh, but not as much as they were years ago. Uh, I've kind of avoided posting video clips on my page from Sportsnet or, or ESPN or stuff like that, just because that is copyright issue and you can actually get banned for that and stuff. So that's why a lot of the time I don't post highlights. I kind of avoid that stuff. I've found if you just post pictures and stuff, you should probably be fine, but I'm also growing my backup page as well. Uh, which is at 12,000 followers right now, just in case, you know, anything ever happens, unfortunately, but uh, I should be good if I'm avoiding the clips and stuff like that.
0: So that's kind of the the major advice you would give people who are starting out and creating content on Instagram is just, if you want to avoid the copyright issues, find out exactly what is a big flag for Instagram or certain industries and just avoid that stuff. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate because Reels is actually the best way to grow on Instagram right now using the Reels feature. Like it gets on people's uh, For You page, I guess, for Instagram, and people can actually see that and they go and follow you from it. But obviously, anytime you post a, a highlight or whatever, you're at risk of getting deleted. So that's why I kind of avoid that. I only post Reels if it's like fan content or stuff. Like, you know, I posted, I think uh, in 2021, I posted a clip of uh, two fans at a Colorado Vegas playoff game Uh, going at it in the crowd and actually got 3 million views and I gained I think like 5,000 followers within a week from that one clip Hmm. so it can be used to your advantage but you have to kind of be smart with what you post
0: for sure and have you found images to be an issue at all or is that sort of flown under the radar not been much of a problem for you at all
1: no it's been good as long as you avoid like the the copyrighted uh, images as well like if you can go find free images to use you should be fine you shouldn't get deleted for that
0: okay cool um, now in terms of where you f- first saw your growth, like you said, you've been at it for about three years. Was it a slow and steady thing? Was there like one sort of instance where you're like, Oh man, this like really worked. And you started to, cause I've hear, you hear a lot on social media that once you get rolling here, the growth happens actually rather quickly, but it's the start. It's the early phase. It's that really slow decline that, that gets people distracted or discouraged. And they kind of give up before the getting gets good. So Was that your situation? Like, did you have a really slow growth or was there something that just sort of happened for you? you are like, oh man, like that just, you woke up the next morning. You're like, wow, I got a lot of new people. So for the first few months of my page, as I said, I was just doing analysis, giving my opinion on stuff.
1: And I was I got up to like 2000 followers in the first few months. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I started doing this thing around the trade deadline in 2020, right before COVID. It was called News Around the League. It would be 10 slides of rumors around the NHL right before the deadline. And that just took off. It would get on the explore page every day, every post. And I went up to, I believe, 12K in a month, uh, at the 2020 deadline. And after that, that kind of became a staple on my page. Even now, like if I'm not posting that for like a week or something, uh, follower growth is a little slow just because of how big, like everyone that's everyone on my page's favorite, uh, thing, just cause it's all the rumors compiled into one single post, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. So you found sort of a niche or a lane that you were like, wow, that really worked. Uh, and I don't know if you want to say double down, but you just consistently, gave that to the followers and you sort of figured out what they wanted and you just kept giving it to them. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what would be a piece of advice that you would give people who are looking to build their Instagram page that really want to, I'll give you a a perfect us, for example, we've got lots of Facebook fans. We've got lots of uh, views every day. They're reading the material that we put out there, but uh, Instagram is something that I have you know, to my own fault, I've ignored for quite some time and I'm in the process of working that out. So is there a piece of advice you would give someone like me or somebody else who is starting to get their Instagram page going that you would say, this is kind of a secret sauce. This is something that works uh, for the most part. It certainly worked for me.
1: Yeah. You're going to want to post stuff that will get you shares because for engagement, the stuff that are shared through DMS or on people's story, that's what will get you the most on explore pages. That's what will get you the most, uh, like screen time basically. And we'll get more eyes on your page. Nonetheless, even if it doesn't get you on the Explorer, it'll get people sending your stuff. So you want to be creative with that stuff. You don't want to post stuff that everyone has already seen. I kind of got lucky where I started the news page when there wasn't many NHL news pages still on Instagram. There was, you know, just like maybe two other ones. So I got lucky with that aspect. Uh, But you know, I don't think news pages are going to be the way to grow. Now, if you're just starting out, I think you're going to want to do stuff that is in its own niche in the NHL. Or, or whatever your Instagram page is, obviously, and you're going to want to be creative with it.
0: Now, you mentioned the word or term explore pages a couple of times. Can you explain to people what that is?
1: So it's like, it's like the second tab on your Instagram thing. It's like under the magnifying glass. And it's just basically all the pages that Instagram is suggesting to you based off of what you like. So if you're liking a lot of hockey posts, your explore page will be full of other hockey posts from pages that you don't follow. And then you can go see those pages and you're like, oh, I want to follow this page. So that's mainly how I grew from news around the league because my news around the leagues would get on that explore page on like every hockey fan's explore page every single day. And then they would go follow my page from that because they're like, oh, this guy's posting rumors every day. This guy's posting news every day.
0: So like any social media platform, they do, there's an algorithm for following what you like. And as you react to other things, it gives you more of what you like. So they sense your pattern, they sense what you're doing and what you're searching for. And the explore page is just full of that. So you found a lot of your growth for people who were liking other NHL stuff and then Instagram sent it to them to take a look at is that right? Exactly. That's how I blew up basically on Instagram. And so what, what's the plan now? Like, are you feeling as though there's a lot more you can do with puck empire? Are you consistently going to give the same sort of material or do you see an opportunity? Like you said, you got a little lucky, but you also recognized uh, what there was a hole in that sort of market there on Instagram are you looking at something else? Or are you just like, you know, more I can do of this, the better. Do you see other lanes? What is the next step for someone who has as many followers as you do now? Because what are you up to? You've got to be up to 116,000, it looks like, on Instagram right now. Yeah. So what's the next step for, for someone with that size of an account? So for me, I, this is like my full-time thing. I'm 19
1: years old and uh, I'm currently in university. I don't know if I want to go through the full four years of university. This is like my main thing, right? This is my job. Um, And I think I can make it like a a full time thing for many, many years to come through social media. Uh, I've got other lanes as well. I've got my website, which brings in streams of income. Uh, I'm starting up a YouTube. Uh, I'm planning on releasing merchandise with another big sports page, which will be T-shirts, stuff like that. So I have a lot of different streams of income coming from Puck Empire, as well as some sponsorship deals that I have for this uh, season that's currently undergoing.
0: That's pretty cool. So uh, without revealing too much, feel free to share what you want to, or not share what you don't want to, but for people curious about how Instagram works in terms of monetization and the ability to make some money with this, what, what can you share with people in terms of, like you said, this is now a full-time thing for you that you're actually considering what you're going to do with your university, uh, career and whether or not you're going to see this all the way through, because this is such a good opportunity for you. What can you tell somebody who's looking at Instagram going, man, is there really money to be made on this?
1: well it's hard at first because you're not going to make much off the bat instagram's monetization outside of the united states is really really like low like i can't even make money through the actual app like instagram's not paying me it's through third party people who want to sponsor me or want to buy advertisements and stuff like that so you're really gonna have to grow your thing and, and make people put their eyes on you and be like yeah i want to advertise through this page that's how i get all my stuff i'm not being paid by instagram the app at all
0: so when you say advertising, how does that work for you? So somebody reaches out to you and says, hey, I've seen how big your channel is. and really love to... T-. And so do you put uh, certain posts up that are related to that product? Do you put them in your description? How, how does somebody who's looking to do what you're doing with advertisers make money on this? Where do, How does that process work? So uh,
1: it all started in the... Well, I've done advertisements for many years, but it all started my sponsorship deal with the playoffs. I did one with... Uh, a betting company called P1 Sports Bets. Uh, They were sponsored for the entire playoffs. And I just had their logo at the bottom of each final score post throughout the playoffs. And that was theirs. Uh, For this season, obviously I do every day, I do my daily score predictions with the other people who run other Puck Empire accounts or not Puck Empire accounts, the other Empire accounts. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm sponsored by uh, Stake, the betting company on that. And then I've also got my final score posts, which are sponsored by the Sports Ox, which is a hockey app. Um, so it's mainly I implement their logos and their content through my content as well just so it's kind of fair for both sides because I feel like if you kind of just post an ad straight up many people will just kind of ignore that ad and what's the person who's buying the ad getting from that you know
0: right I was just gonna actually ask you did you find when you got into monetizing and using third-party ad uh, partnerships did it negatively affect your account in any way was it a positive that people like wow this this must be a serious Instagram account because they've got sponsors now. Like, how did that, did you see any sort of reflection in what was happening with your user growth?
1: Well, listen, everyone's always going to have some sort of negative opinion on you and positive opinion on you. There's many people who have negative opinions about my page just because I've got 116,000 that's going to come with people who hate and people who love what you do. So obviously there's some people who comment sellout, like, you know, they comment that type of stuff, but Um, personally, I didn't see any, any problems with follower growth and I don't really care about engagement too much, like likes and comments for me. I don't care about that. I just want to put out the actual content, uh, which I mean, I post like 50 times a day, you know, if I cared about engagement, I would just post once or twice and that was it. So for me, engagement, it didn't really take a dip. I mean, obviously the advertisement post when you just post an advertisement is going to get much less engagement than a regular post. But as I said, for me, engagement is not a thing. It's just for me making content that people will enjoy.
0: And so you're saying you're, you're putting out somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 posts a day. Now, is that, is just on the one account or is that between all the different empire accounts that you have?
1: Uh, it's just on the puck empire account because I post like every, every news piece around the NHL. I post every final score post every day. I post like everything from, you know, basically when I wake up until I go to bed, I'm posting uh, stuff throughout the day. So,
0: and is that something that you would say to people who are looking to grow their Instagram, Instagram account that, you're going to need to do that. Like, this is absolutely something that if you don't have time to do this yourself, you might want to you know, contract that out or find somebody to work with you who can dedicate that kind of time to it. Like, do you believe that the really the the one way to grow on Instagram is to dedicate a lot of time to it?
1: It really depends on what you're trying to do. Like for me, I'm trying to make a news platform. So that's why I am posting all the time. Basically any news about the NHL or hockey in general, I'm posting because that's what I'm trying to do. Um, While there's pages like NHL Breakers, who's actually my friend, he's another hockey page, uh, probably another big hockey page on Instagram, probably like with me for the biggest. Um, And he posts only once a day, maybe twice a day. And he's doing really, really good. He's at around 70,000 followers and he gets like 10,000 likes on every post. So he doesn't want to be a news page like me that just posts every news. He kind of just focuses on the big highlight plays or like a big piece of news. And it's going well for him as well, right? So it just depends on what you're trying to do, really.
0: Now, is he kind of doing the same sort of strategy where he's doing imaging or videos? If He's trying the reels thing or um, same sort of format that you're doing and just two different approaches to it
1: he does post some videos and I've kind of warned him about that, but he hasn't faced any copyright issues so far. So, I mean, if it's going well for him, you know, it's, he's doing great with it. He's blowing up with it. So uh, he's kind of the video guy. Every time someone comments on my page saying like, Oh, uh, why didn't you post a video of this? I kind of just tag him just because like he gets all the videos up there and he posts like big highlights and big news and stuff like that.
0: Do you find working with another Instagram account or having two people sort of tag each other? Does that really benefit you? Like, Would you recommend to Instagram users and and content creators to go find some people to, whether you want to call them, um, you know, mentors or coaches or accountability partners or just people that you strategize with? Do you find that those relationships really do help each other's growth? I definitely would say that I
1: think the collaboration uh, feature that Instagram added was massive. It was a really good uh, feature to add. I've been using it with NHL breakers a lot. And every one of our posts, you know, eclipses 20,000 likes. Sometimes we even hit 35,000, I think on one post Um, they do really, really well. So I think if you can find someone who's kind of in your niche um, that, you know, has around the same followers or if they have bigger or even if they have lower, like, I think it's a really good thing because you can get uh, to their following base that doesn't follow you. And then they can get to their, your following base that doesn't follow them. And it's just really beneficial for both
0: parties. Talk a little bit about, if you you can, the collaboration tool that you're talking about. So you mentioned that Instagram introduced something here that'll make this easier for people. How does that work exactly? So one person posts it and they tag them, but like, it's like a different tag. It's called the
1: collaboration tag. And the other person will have to go and accept that tag. And then it'll be basically on both of your pages rather than just one page. So that way, say me and NHL breakers, I believe have a combined 190,000 followers. So say if he posts something and collaboration tags me and I accept it, instead of only going to his 70,000 followers, it'll be a combined 190,000. And obviously we share some of the same followers. So it's not exactly 190,000, but it's much bigger than one. If just one of us posted it.
0: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So you're just sort of same post. Double dipping, not necessarily, or hitting just twice, almost twice the market. It makes a lot of sense, especially if you can find people who are in the same lane as you. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Talk a little bit about where you're going next. So you said you're going to be doing a YouTube channel. I uh, had sort of starting that out a little bit. Uh, that you're, you've got a website that you're working on. Is that where your future is? Do you think, or is it more in the sponsorship stuff? Where do you see Puck Empire in a couple of years?
1: I would definitely love uh, to grow the YouTube to the point where it's the mainstream of income obviously, because that way I kind of control my own fate, control what I'm bringing in based off of what I'm producing. Um, But at the moment, it's definitely the sponsorships that's bringing in the most just because it's the straight money, the straight deals that I already have intact. Whereas the YouTube, it's just starting out and we're growing it out. Um, We're definitely going to try and grow it out to, um, you know, to make money through sponsors, uh, through the YouTube sponsors, I mean, but as of right now, it's just kind of through the Instagram sponsors I have
0: did you, when you started all this and you decided you wanted to do this, this was full time, did you have somebody that you more, sort of modeled yourself after? Did you have a mentor that you sort of watched and, you know, like, man, that really worked for that person. I'm, I'm going to try this. Or was this just kind of you throwing things out and see what sticks on the wall and, and ch- testing different things and figuring out what didn't work versus what did work? How did that go for you?
1: So it wasn't, I wasn't really modeling it after NHL pages, but NBA pages, actually basketball is what I wanted to bring to the hockey community. Cause I thought it was kind of lacking. So at first when I did the analysis, I was trying to be like this one page that's called like NBA in depth, where just kind of, you go into stuff, you kind of talk about what's going on through analytics or through stats and stuff like that. That's what I was trying to do at first. And then when I switched over to news, I really tried to model after a page called the league alerts, which is basically like me post absolutely everything there is for NBA um, and he's mainly who I tried to, uh, go after. And I was a really big fan of his page and now he follows me. We talk a bit and I actually tell him like, yeah, I was a big fan of your page when I was starting out. And, you know, now we're kind of collaborating on some stuff in the future, uh, potentially some merchandise, as I said earlier, it might be with him. Um, so it's got some big things there.
0: That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I asked the question cause I wanted to set you up for the last question I'm going to ask you today, which is what I always ask. Every guest that comes on the podcast, If there's a piece of advice, uh, one that you got or that you would give to somebody, so if they're looking to do kind of what you're doing because you modeled sort of what you were doing after uh, League Alerts, but uh, took a bunch of different things and tried to make it work and sort of built your own platform, is there a piece of advice that you would give somebody else who's trying to do uh, something similar or maybe in a different industry or different niche but trying to grow their page?
1: Yeah, you just got to honestly have fun with what you're doing because the reason I'm able to do this every day, all day, it, it, obviously the money, of course is, is great, but the reason I was able to do it before I was making anything was because I just love hockey. I love the sport. I love to post about the news. I have to keep updated on all the all the news. And basically what I would give the advice is I would say post like you're posting for yourself what you would want to see. Um, don't post just like what you think people are gonna want, what you what you see trending. Just post what you would like to see if you were the consumer and I think you're gonna succeed a lot like that because you're gonna be having a lot of fun posting. And it's going to make sure you can actually have longevity with your account rather than just give up on it when you're not growing because you're not having fun with it either and you're not growing. What's the point of keep running it, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, like anything, uh, whether you're making any money or you're not making any money, if you don't enjoy it and you have no passion for it, it's kind of pointless. There's really no reason to be spending all that much time and dedicating so much effort to something that you just don't really like that much. Uh, Panels, I appreciate this, man. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to do this, uh, for telling us a little bit about the story about how puck empire was built and letting us know where you're going in the future. Cause I know there are a lot of Instagram followers uh, that talk to us on a regular basis as we coach them through making content but i fully admit, I am not necessarily the Instagram expert. So uh, I wanted to make sure I talked to somebody who's been there, done that and is currently still doing it and growing and and scaling and stuff like that. So I appreciate you taking the time to do this.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I've wanted to go on something like this for a while now. So I mean, when you DM me, I was like, yeah, this is perfect. Let's do it.
0: Awesome. Well, maybe we'll do some more stuff in the future because we're creating a, a program right now for sports fans who love sports and we're showing them all the different ways that they can make money whether it's writing or podcasting or video creation or social media stuff like that so uh maybe there's something there for us to work on together and collaborate on because as you mentioned collaboration is a real key to, to some of this growth so i uh, we'll talk in the future about that yeah for sure okay thanks again